Hello, and welcome to EdTech Confessions. Sometimes we're embarrassed to admit we don't know how to do something. That's what EdTech Confessions is all about, asking questions and exploring answers. We're here to help. Welcome to the show. We're your hosts. I'm Anne Cosma. I'm Kelly Martin. And I'm Cynthia Nixon. On this episode, we're talking about how we plan to continue learning over the summer months. You can find our resources at bit.ly slash edtechconfessions. That's bit.ly slash edtechconfessions. Hey, 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 friends. Happy summer. How are you feeling? Are you both good? It's good. Yeah, doing well. Finally, summer is here. Summer. Well, I'm so curious. We all know that learning does not stop for teachers in the summertime. <laughs> you know, everybody's hustling all summer long, too. But I'm so curious what you two might have as any plans for new apps or tools or books or things you want to explore this summer. Yeah, well, I, um, I have a secret. I'm going to make a confession right okay. now. Um, and that confession is that after four years as a TOSA, I'm headed back to the classroom next year. So I'm kind of trying to focus some of my summer learning on different things that I might be using in the classroom that I haven't maybe used previously. Um, and, you know, I've been hearing a ton recently, like all year, about Microsoft OneNote. Yeah. So don't tell Google, but I'm going to kind of check that out this summer. <laughs> that's a confession. That that's, a, that's another confession right there. <laughs> Two for one. Um, I'm just really intrigued by what it can do. I had a teacher a few years back that was using it, um, and it just seems very intriguing. So that's going to be one thing I'm checking out. Another yeah. thing that one of my teachers shared with me is called Plan Board. Um, and you can use it for free. And I think there's a paid plan too, but you can do free stuff. But basically it's like online lesson planning and organizing. Um, the website says plan board makes it simple to get organized and reduce your classroom prep time accessible from anywhere. You can plan lessons, align to curriculum and manage your schedule with ease. So it's free for individual teachers and you can like add docs and notes and videos and stuff right into all your lessons. And I guess I've heard it makes it super easy to just print a sub plan. It, it sounds really interesting. Um, I'm going to be using a bullet journal to do like my my weekly kind of plotting out things. But for more detailed lesson plans, I'm thinking this might be really interesting. So that was plan board. Um, and I'm definitely going to check that out. And I'll put a link to that um, on our resources. That sounds awesome, Cynthia. And I know we've said it on many of our episodes, but the whole every click matters mentality. Mm -hmm. If it's accessible from anywhere, that's going to make your workflow really cool too. No matter if you're hopping from the device to device, working in the classroom, working at home. Um, I also just have to say, you're going to rock it in the classroom, friend. I know it's For sure. you're, you're amazing and it's going to be an incredible year. Oh, thank you. I'm excited. Cool. I'm, ex cool. I'm so excited to hear about all the things you try with your students after being out of the classroom for four years. Cause I think that was always the, um, the downside of not being with kids every day is all uh -huh. these things you'd learn about and you'd want to like, Oh, I want to try this with kids and see um, how well it works. I think that'll be so cool to hear about all the cool things you're doing in your classroom. I'm really excited to hear about it. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm sure I'll share along the way. Awesome. Well, <laughs> you, you better, you better. <laughs> Kelly, what's, what's your plan for summer learning? So my focus this summer, and I don't think I've ever had like a specific focus on my summer learning, but it's really a focus on equity and access. This summer at ISTE, which is my first ISTE, by the way, I'm so excited to go to Philly yeah. and I leave tomorrow, um, but I it'll be so fun. Um, our, our last guest host, Ari Flewelling, 
convinced me to sign up for an equity action forum or to apply for it. And I am so excited that I was accepted into the equity action forum. And I know that we'll be doing some really great work. I don't know what it'll be, but after Sunday, I will know more. And I'm so excited to provide students with the access that they need to get the best education possible and to make sure that we are providing equity for all of our students. So that's kind of my big focus this year. So I'm doing, that's one thing I'm doing. And the other, the tool that I'm super excited about, and I've doing been doing quite a bit of investigating on is called webjets.io. And it looks very similar to Padlet for okay. those of us that are sad that we lost. Well, we didn't lose <laughs> Padlet, but it just became a paid model, which is cost prohibitive for teachers. Right. So it has a lot of the bulletin board features and a lot of the things we loved about that we love about Padlet, but they do have a free education model. Nice. So that's always great. The one feature I think is missing right now, but this isn't to say it's not to come, is that collaborative feature of being able to build a board together. But it is something, it'd be a great place for teachers to um, curate resources and put them out to their students. Because you can even publish your board so that it has a live link. So you could publish your board and throw it into Google Classroom so students can access it quickly. I just thought it was a super cool way to share information and curate information. That sounds super rad. I've never heard of it before, so I definitely want to check that out. Yeah, I, w I definitely would. The more I dig into it, the more impressed I am. So it has a really nice. sleek interface and it's really easy to use. So that's always a bonus. Well, keep us posted on your equity action forum too. I cannot wait to hear about your experience with that because that is a critical conversation that has to be happening yes. oh, in definitely. school districts. So yeah, I can't wait to hear more. So, And what is your summer learning going to be this summer? All right, well, y'all, the humans are coming. Do you know what that means? <laughs> no. Okay, that means the Wakelet wave is coming too. Have you guys been hearing all of the buzz about Wakelet? A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so Wakelet's everywhere on social, which is super rad. Um, had the opportunity to meet the team earlier this year, and it's a passionate group of folks who are all about curating from a human standpoint. So I kind of was a late adopter to this. I was familiar with it, didn't really use it, but have started digging in deep to Wakelet. Um, and the funny thing is I have been using it to curate social media content and share resources. And I love, love, love. You know, when you see a really great tweet on Twitter that you click like and you click, click retweet and then you're like, where the heck does that go? How can I keep it? Mm -hmm. I've started curating different types of um, Wakelet collections based on different topics. And then I've been sharing them out with blogs, et cetera. So for example, I recently was doing like a Wii video and Flipgrid blog and created a bunch of... Um, tweets in this collection on Wakelet and I included that in the blog post so that all of the tweets are there in one place. Um, educators are using Wakelet to create content in their classrooms, curate lists of resources to share to people, um, and I just really want to dig in. So I'm definitely going to be checking out blog.wakelet.com and just kind of digging into the content that they've shared with their educator group and um, keep digging in this summer. Um, but there's one other place I'm really stoked to check out, and that is the MEC course, which is um, like the Microsoft education community. And I really, really want to dig deep into their um, their courses on the sustainable development goals. Do you guys have any Ooh. conversations going on about the global goals in your schools? No. no. 
So I learned about the SDGs like maybe four years ago as a TOSA in Fullerton, but I hear a lot of conversations happening on a global level about these global goals. And a lot of students around the world um, are talking about action steps they can take according to these different sustainable development goals. So um, if you're curious about it, definitely check it out. I'll drop this on our website as well, education.microsoft.com. But there are literally all kinds of courses on all kinds of topics. Um, it's free content. You can earn badges. You can become an, a Microsoft innovative educator. So that's my goal is to actually kind of level up and, and earn some badges in that community this summer. Um, but my goal is to start with the sustainable development goals first. Mm, that sounds great. I need to check yeah. that out. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm curious, though, before we wrap this up, I want to I bring up another topic because summertime also brings a little bit more flexible time. And so that means sometimes we can pause a little, do some reading, reading for fun or professional reading. So we've talked about some tools and resources, but what about books? Are you, do you have any books on your nightstand? What is your goal for your professional reading this summer? Yes. Okay. I have a couple different books on my list and one of them, uh, I, I couldn't wait, so I actually already finished it. And it's great. It's called Wanderlust, EDU. Yeah. Um, it's by Dr. Micah Shippey. And he was actually my coach when I was at Google Innovator. And he's just an awesome guy. And so I was super excited to read his book. And I'm so glad that I did. And it really just talks about how, you know, change in education isn't optional anymore. Like, it, it's a digital world. The jobs our kids are going to be doing are different. Like, it's not – you just have to. You know what I mean? And sometimes that can be looked at very negatively and as something that's painful. And so he just kind of helps to shape that journey of change as something positive and something exciting. And yeah, there's growth pains along the way, but he really sets out a lot of different resources for you to use and go through to just help affect positive change in your schools. And so this is great for teachers to read and especially great for administrators or or anyone who's trying to kind of lead that change in their schools. Again, that's Wanderlust EDU. It's available on Amazon. I'll drop links in on my um, on the resources part of our webpage, but it's just been a really great read. Um, and I just, I recommend it to all of you guys. Another one I'm gonna be reading um, is Sketch Notes in the Classroom. And this is a new book out by Nicole Carter. And um, I, I got to, to join in with her in a little bit and had kind of some input into one of the chapters. So that's fun. But I'm super excited to read this because I've done a lot of sketchnoting, but I've done professionals like sketchnoting like for me, um, like on my professional learning. I haven't done it a lot in the classroom. I've had ideas for how I might use it in the classroom, but now I get to do it. So I'm going to be digging into her book this summer. You are going to be all over that in the classroom with your sketchnoting skills. Um, <laughs> you're going to be all over that. I'm stoked. I get to sit on a panel with Nicole Carter and we're doing an Everyone Can Sketchnote panel at ISTE. Yay. And her new book is awesome. I cannot wait for people to get their hands on it. Yeah, it, it's, I can't wait to dig in. Those it's are two, I was going to say, those are two awesome reads, but Kelly, what were you going to say? As somebody who I don't think I have the skill set yet to do sketchnoting, that's a book I want to buy and I want to check out because I really would love to, as Anne said, level up and um, improve that skill for myself. So I will probably be making some purchases today. Yay. Yes. <laughs> and you know, it's, it's really, it's really good. And I think she's, she's going to be at it. She's going to be selling them. And I think she has some sort of little journal that if you get it there. There's a little journal that comes with it. I don't even have to check out Ooh. her social feed. Um, okay. But yeah, it's really great. And she's got some amazing, amazing tips in there. So perfect. That's great. Thank you. Kelly, what are you reading this summer? 
So again, back to my focus on equity and access. Um, in January, I was lucky enough to attend a conference where Dr. Pedro Noguera spoke. And I don't think I have been as impacted by his speech as I have ever ever been more in my entire life. I was riveted for the full hour he was speaking. He was such an amazing speaker and we are lucky enough. I was able to book him for our staff development day um, in my school district in August. So knowing he's coming and he's going to give a keynote and talk to our leadership team and some of our teacher leaders. Um, My reading this summer is one of his many books, but the one I'm reading is called Excellence Through Equity, Five Principles of Courageous Leadership to Guide Achievement in Every Student. We have such a huge opportunity with him coming to work with our staff and leadership team that I feel like I need to be as best prepared as I can for when he walks through those doors. So I am so excited. Um, And he's, He's amazing. I highly recommend if you want to watch anything that he's done, he has a short TED talk. He's got a bunch of speeches and keynotes up on YouTube. He's incredible. And I'll drop his name on our website because the spelling of his name seems to throw a lot of people, but he by far the best keynote I've ever seen in my entire life. Incredible. So exciting. Oh yeah. And we should definitely drop links to his TED talk on the website too. That sounds amazing. I want to be a fly on the wall and, and hear that experience when he comes to your school district. Yeah. So cool. So cool. Well, I've got two books that I'm just starting to dig into right now. Um, I was at LearnFest ATX in Austin, Texas last week and met Dr. Matthew Joseph and got a copy of his book called The Power of Us. And you all know I am all about being better together. And his book is all about collaboration, which is super rad because it's something I'm super passionate about. Um, In the book, he talks about strategies and solution to work together more effectively in schools. So um, I read some of it on the plane coming home and I'm digging it. Um, He gives some really simple strategies, not only that admin, but educators can do to to transform um, collaboration in schools as well. And then friends, guess what arrived on my doorstep yesterday? What's that? The new book by Lindsay Blass and Kate Tolnight called Power Up Your Classroom, Reimagine Learning Through Gameplay. Mm. And I am so seriously pumped about this book by our good friends in California. It's all about gamification and how you can bring epic ways to remix learning experiences in your classroom. They have game boards embedded throughout the book. There's a super rad 8-bit design of the whole book. Um, they have these cool, like really cool little avatars that were created of them and like guest game masters. Um, but this is so cool. And, and straight from the back of their book, it says, um, you know, powering up your classroom is all about designing, engaging learning experiences that foster student choice and celebrate failure as an opportunity for iteration. Oh, and nice. boom, that's that statement right there. If we talk about learning experiences that engage, you know, that's going to up the motivation. It's going to up the ownership. But come on, choice, pathways. Mm -hmm. Not everybody learns the same way, but this. Celebrating failure as an opportunity for iteration, this needs to be happening more in our classrooms. So I cannot wait to get deep into this book from Lindsay and Kate. Oh, that sounds amazing. I got to get a copy of that. I know. Now now I have two. two, uh, (laughs) The Wanderlust EDU sounds really good, too. I think I have uh, my Amazon Amazon cards going to be full today. (laughs) 
All right. Well, thank you for giving up part of your summer to listen to our podcast. Be sure to share with us on social media at EdTechConfess or by using the hashtag EdTechConfessions and share with us what you're learning about or reading this summer. What will you confess? Don't forget to check out our resources at bit.ly slash EdTechConfessions.